Hello, welcome back to the Sounder Podcast. Today's date is April 26, 2021. I'm Charlie Lobner, and here with me today is Travis Vickery. Travis, how you doing? No, doing all right, man. So we are just about to wrap up April's tournament. We got a, we got a close one going here in the True Hog Hunters and the Army Hog Hunters tournament uh, with Punisher Hunting in the lead in both of those with a total of 26 hogs. Um, he's kind of fallen off a little bit from last month. But so is everybody else. So it's been close. We got, you know, what, four or five days left in this tournament. Yeah, first or third right now, man. It's really, really anybody's game. Because those other two guys that's in second and third, I mean, they they can put up numbers quick overnight too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're looking, okay, so first, second, third, we got Punisher Hunting in first with 26. Second place is JB Ranches with 22. And third place is Squill Team 6 with 20. So we, we both know – you know, Squill Team 6 is hunting almost on an every-night basis. Um, I don't know about Punisher hunting in first, but I'm going to bet he's probably close to done. Yeah, um, I'd imagine so. But, I mean, who knows? JB Ranches, I know, got some traps going still. So, uh, if you're Punisher hunting, you know, we could be seeing the same thing we saw last month where he had this huge lead. You know, he had a, a much larger lead last month. Yeah. And the last day, J.B. Ranches came in and took it from We might be seeing the same thing happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised one bit to see Squill Team 6 jump up and take it either, though. Yeah, I, 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 kinda, would, I really wouldn't be surprised either. I put my money on him earlier this month just because he's been the most consistent. Yeah, that and kid's I, uh, I, I mean, think he he's likes gonna, what he does. I man. think he's going to continue to be the most consistent. Not only pigs, he's killing the hell out of coyotes, too. Oh, yeah, Bobcats, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nightly thing for him, that's for sure. Yeah, he came into it. Um, so our year-to-date total, uh, first, second, third, and true hog hunters tournament. You still have, you have JB Ranch is actually in first in the year-to-date with 83. Punisher Honey is in second with 81, followed by Squill Team six and third with uh, 60. And then you're you're right behind him. You're fighting for third right now with 59. Yeah. So well, there's a lot of pigs being killed, especially you know and. Nothing being said about that leaderboard. All those guys are from Carnes County. Yes, sir. So, all y'all listening from other counties, you know, that's what you got to compete against. Carnes County right now, I got a list here with uh, kills per county in the, in, in the counties that are that are entered in this tournament. Um, first, so we are, are just kind of give you a, a, an idea of where we're at. Um, this is our home county, Carnes County. This is where we're from. It's where the business is. We know a lot of people around here. So, obviously, word spread a lot faster through Carnes County than, you know, some of y'all other guys who probably don't even know about us yet. Uh, so, this is – we got most of the guys competing pretty hard are here in Carnes County. So, don't be surprised when, when you when you hear this number because Carnes County, since the time we have started this tournament back in October of 2020, has killed 339 hogs. Solid. Wharton County, who has been in it since January, was when they jumped in. Um, has a they're in second with fifty eight, and then Hidalgo County, who was in it to begin with in October, uh, there there was a hunter there. Well, Trisica was one of the first hunters to be joined in in the tournament. He put up he was the only hunter in Hidalgo County putting up numbers. Yep, and uh, he put up fifty in that county on his own. So, and then he hasn't put up any in a while he's been hunting nail guy and all kinds of stuff so he's kind of slowed up on the, on the pig hunting but then you got guys you know you got counties like uh 
Okay, so Wilson County, 12 hogs. Mason County, 10 hogs. Atascosa County, 6 hogs. Frio and B both have 4. And then you have Bear, McMullen, and DeWitt with 3. Victoria with 2. And Matagorda with 1. Now, I know for a fact there's a lot more pigs, you know, in Matagorda. You ever been to Matagorda? Yeah. Once or twice. There used to be a, we used to go to the beach in Matagorda and I stopped at the little restaurant there and, and you're kind of like looking at this island and there was a, uh, uh, they keep a, a deer feeder out. You can sit on the, like the back porch of this island, uh, uh, sorry, back porch of this restaurant looking out towards the island with this feeder and as you're eating, we'd sit out there and watch a ton of wild hogs go to that feeder. Oh, I'd imagine. I mean, so I know there's pigs in Matagorda. I know there's pigs in Victoria. Oh, uh, yeah. Every time I drive to Victoria, there's dead pigs and dead deer all over the road. Yeah. Highway 239. So it, it's, like I said, I know it, that seems to be a big number differential, but Carnes County was where we started this all. I expect to see other counties, especially Wharton. I, I, I see Wharton County climbing up pretty quick. Yeah, I can. they can definitely compete, that's for sure. You know, Ethan Bain was the one putting the numbers up in uh, Wharton, and uh, he's been busy with work, so he slowed up too, but we both know at any given time. Oh, yeah, he can hop right here. back in and put anybody to shame, really. But So, me and you have talked about, and well, we've talked in the past about how to, like, compete in this tournament, you know, how to put up the big numbers. You've started off doing a lot of hunting with dogs. You've uh, done a lot of trapping. And now you've just recently added another weapon to your arsenal. Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, run into a little little sum of cash the other day, and I was uh, standing around in the shop over here just just kind of looking at the price tags on stuff, and I'd always wanted one, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy one. So I, I broke down and bought myself a night vision and uh, mounted it on my 6.5 Creedmoor. I haven't, I haven't uh, had the opportunity to actually go scan any fields or nothing like that yet, but yeah, man, that's that's kind of uh, the new weapon in my arsenal. It's gonna see uh, how that plays in my favor. Well, and, and with times changing, you're going into spring. You know, you're seeing the crops start popping up. It's gonna be a lot harder to hunt some of these other ways. Getting traps going. You know, a pig is gonna be able to go out in a cornfield and eat all the corn he wants. It's gonna oh, be really yeah. hard to bait him into a trap. Um, you know, you could still run dogs. That's always been a, that's always been one of the more successful ways to hunt around here but then again too you know it seems like pigs are becoming less and less like aggressive it's like you know years back you drop dogs and the big boars would want to stay and fight and uh, they wouldn't run now it seems like you start chasing them and every pig just knows their best uh, you know uh their way out yeah their way out they just they book it so oh yeah you've said it you know robert's been on the show he hunts with you quite a bit and you know y'all both said it y'all you get burned Oh, yeah. So this is, I think, going to be a, a great addition to your arsenal as far as, you know, driving up, you get to scan a field before you even hit it. And Save, uh, I, I, was, I was talking to my old man about it. He was like, yeah, man, it can only really help. Uh, I mean, even uh, training pups-wise, you know what I mean? You go out to a field and you see one, you could pop it in the hind end and let it sit there and then drop your puppies on the ground so you're training pups, you know what I mean? He, he ain't going to. Yeah, he ain't gonna totally destroy your dogs with with him being wounded on his hind end like that. Or you would, you would hope not. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would hope not. That's for sure. You never know, man. Some of them will eat that bullet and keep trucking. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just a good way to to train pups and uh, 
Keep them honest. Yeah, we've been – I ain't seen as much sign here recently um, after the freeze. Uh, I, th- I think a lot of them kind of moved out, of course, right across the road from me. I'm pretty sure it's Milo that's coming up. Uh, I'm not a real crop farmer by any stretch of the means, so I don't know what it really is until it heads out. But it's either corn or Milo. Most likely it's Milo uh, across the road from me. When that pops up, those pigs are in there. They're thick. But uh, now that you get a, a night vision, man, uh, let's start hunting together. It's yeah, been, it's, it's been a like while, a you know. I'm, I'm not a, I don't go out and chase them with dogs as much, but I, I do like to go out and scan scan the fields. And when I go uh, sit in the blind and listen, you know, watch the feeder, that's always been been a great way for me to get a pig here and there. But it, it's getting hot, man. Uh, yeah, it is. And we talked about this thing last time we had the, the podcast hunting watering holes is going to be a really good way to find pigs. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We just got, we just recently got a rain. We didn't get as much as, as other surrounding areas did. I got, I only got three tents at my house. You know, I know right down the road south of us got a couple inches. Uh, north of us on 181, they got a couple inches as well, so. Yeah, I think Robert got like two inches actually or something like that. I mean, he, he got a little, he got a good little patch of rain come through. Yeah, I, I was getting a little nervous, you know, as far as we were go- we, we were really going into a drought. And we've talked about that before with the drought coming on. That's going to change the way animals, where they're going to be, what time of day they're going to be there. Uh, and just really, especially like with deer, you know, you go into a bad drought and you could really, they're not, they're, they're way more sensitive than wild hogs are. Oh, so yeah, most definitely. A, a, a bad drought can really put a hurt on, on your deer numbers and, and your deer quality. Uh, and, and with them already having to compete with so many hogs around the area, we don't need that. Exactly. It's been, yeah, we've not, we've wiped out 339 hogs here in Carnes County since the month of October. But I guarantee you even close to that number or more have already been born. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So. I mean, you have, so you have a sow that could produce, you know, anywhere up to like two liters of, of piglets a year. That number is there's a wide range anywhere between like five and like you say like fifteen pigs could be in, yeah, in a litter. Yeah, something like that. So it doesn't take a whole lot, you know, to to add up and and honestly, if you're not out there shooting sows, you're really not doing as, as like Dell said, you as, you're not doing as good for your area if you're out there just shooting boars. Yeah, you really need to hunt the sows. They're the ones dropping piglets, and uh, I think they're a lot more valuable to the population than, than a, uh, a adult boar. You know, here, here lately, uh, I mean, I've, I'm only at seven hogs this month. I've been kind of, Hey, been, yeah, you're better than me, man. I've <laughs> been pretty slow on my end for me, but, uh, majority of them, I think I've caught like one boar hog out of, out of all those. Besides that, the rest of them are all sows, man. Yeah. I was looking at the pig that you submitted here recently, uh, a big old sow. Yeah. She was, she was long. She uh, was real long. Did you happen to cut her open? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I I was curious to know if if you did or not. She really looked like she was bagged up. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she was. She just I just didn't uh, take the time or nothing to to go yeah. check. My thing was I was curious to see had she already had her litter, or was she about to have her litter? I think she was about to. So you got her before. Yeah, that's great because yeah. you know it it's been uh, documented where, it, where you've killed a sow that's already had her piglets on the ground. And another sow will actually, like, foster. Oh, yeah, like, those, another, yep. yeah. She'll, she'll take them in. I mean, not not all the time, but, like, dogs will do that, too, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, there's, there's very much of like a pack mentality. Yeah, they, they protect, the, help each other out. And it's it's like the herd or the pack they run in, they keep to them. You know what I mean? They can split up and whatnot, but majority of the time they're going to find their way back to each other. Yeah, we you know, it, looking at this number, it is 339 in Carnes. Uh, I, I ran across some interesting information in a study taken back in 1998. Um, this was here in Texas. It was on a 10,000 acre, a little over 10,000 acre ranch, closer to 11, oh, yeah, closer to 11,000 uh, wildlife management area. And uh, it was a study on, on turkey nest success rate. And when they went in in 98, they, they killed 68 hogs, or they, actually they, the word is removed. So they, I don't know exactly what they did with the hogs. So they, they when they removed 68 hogs, the nest success rate grew by 0%. There was n- they didn't see anything uh, correlating to the number of pigs being removed from the area and the success rate of a turkey's nest. But when that number was increased to 313 hogs removed from that same area, the success rate jumped to 25%. That's and a big jump, and that's still on the low end. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. For so you're looking at, you know, that's a, you know, obviously our county is bigger than ten thousand acres, but you know, this is just the number of pigs being taken out that are being submitted into the tournament. Yeah, you know, how many guys do we know in this area that kill, you know, two or three, you know, here and there? They're not entering the tournament because they feel that they can't compete. But I mean, we the, the majority of guys going out there, you know, killing a lot more than what this number shows. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, uh, there's guys going out there, and they're hunting every single night. Oh, yeah, every you know. single night they're putting up 10, 15 hogs a night. It don't matter uh, if it's pouring rain or, you know what I mean, or it's stupid hot. They're always out there regardless. But. Yeah, and I got I got no numbers backing this up, but I, I would say that that 339 is well over 1,000, maybe 2,000 since October, I, I would think. I mean, just yeah. if you just take the everyday hunter, the guy oh, yeah, that goes most out de- most definitely. And, and occasionally, you know, turns on his night vision or his thermal or, you know, occasionally goes out and sits at his feeder, you know, or just the everyday farmer and rancher that drives up on his property and, oh, shoot, there's a pig, pulls out his thirty thirty from the front <laughs> seat and shoots him just to let him run off and yeah. die. You know, there, there's a lot of pigs being killed around here. These are just the numbers that we have documented. And that's kind of what we want to do with this is we want to document all this information so that later on, like say, say Carnes County's turkey population jumps up by 25% in, in a year's time. Well, you know, and we're able to see like, oh, well, Carnes County killed, you know, this many hogs. Maybe that's a direct correlation. Maybe it's because we are killing so many hogs that we have a higher success rate in the nests. I mean, it hogs are, are the worst thing you can have as far as like an invasive species in your as far as farms native wildlife ranches the stuff goes they're they're just they're very destructive and they compete with every native animal wildlife that's out there from nesting birds like ground nesting birds on up to you know white-tailed deer uh so on turkey i mean everything they it's they have been a nuisance to say the least and we are seeing, you you know, I've seen pictures of, of of giant, like really really large adult boars with uh, like a fawn in his mouth. You see? Oh that? yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll so eat a baby deer, you know, and that, not think twice about they're it. They're a very opportunistic animal, and they're going to eat whatever they they run across 
But what was interesting, there was another study done uh, involving turkey nests that I was I was reading out, and I don't have I don't have that paper on me. But the uh, what it came down to was that it was like twenty two nests that, uh, and this was done by the USDA. They um, they set up some ga- some game cameras, and they, it was twenty two different nests, and they they I think tracked them. And they were simulated nests, what they were. They made turkey nests, and then what they would do is they would simulate, and every day they'd come in and they would put one egg in each of these nests for 12 days, and they, they monitored it for another three days, which that's a total of 15. So the whole time that they were putting eggs in these nests, they got cameras rolling. Well, I think something like 25, 20 to 25% of those nests, uh, for one, uh, okay, so let me start over. The total of nests that survived out of those 22 were two. All The other 20 were uh, eaten up by other predators. It was like 20 or 25% of those predators were wild hogs that came in and ate out of those nests. Several of those nests were paraded on two different, uh, yeah, on multiple accounts. So the pig would come in, eat an egg, or what was ever in the nest, leave, and then he'd come back the next day. So he found it as a food source, yep. basically what he was doing. It was kind of like kind of like me returning to the fridge. I know there's food in that <laughs> fridge. I'm going to go yep. back and get it. So it, that's a very interesting, you know, a tr- way of, like, tracking what's going on. And the, there's a lot of people that say wild hogs don't have anything to do with, with turkey population, but – yeah, no. Uh, I, I I'm a firm believer that they any anything on the ground is going to be. Yeah, especially anything egg wise. You yeah. know what I mean. They they found uh, uh, on beaches they've killed hogs with uh, sea turtles. Oh, in. sea turtles. Yeah. 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 For all y'all out there, you know, you may be against us hunting wild hogs and killing wild hogs, but I know you like you like sea turtles. So yeah, you got to pick one, man. You want sea turtles? You want wild hogs? <laughs> and you know, one time uh, I was walking a property and. Uh, that farmer told me, he was like, yeah, there's a, bit of, there's a dead cow back there. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's no problem. Uh, walking around and scoping it out. And sure enough, I walked up on that cow, and uh, its back was, like, towards me. It was laying on its side, so its stomach was away from me. And I was walking up to it, and it started to, like, move, like if something was inside its belly. And I was like, what in the world? And so I ended up coming around to it, and, Peeked around the side of it, and about, I don't know, six or seven little hogs come running out of the inside of that dead cow, man, just eating, oh, his, yeah. eating his guts. And I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, they, they, they're they not going to pass up a free oh, meal. No, not at all. You know, we, we uh, it was, I think, yeah, a year ago now. It was last, yeah, last deer season, last December. Um. I had a, a friend of my my grandpa's came down from Nebraska. He wanted to kill a uh, a wild hog, and I had been getting him on the game camera. You know, basically, it, it's going to be an easy hunt. You're going to come down here. I can gar- just about guarantee a pig. Of course, you know he comes down. I think he had like four or five days off of work. He drives all the way down here, and we hunt like crazy, and we can't find him. It's like okay, you know, I've been sending this guy's picture. You know, I've been sending this guy pictures of pigs for months now, keeping in track with them. And uh, showing them, you know, what time they're coming in, blah, blah, blah. Ended up, you know, actually probably hunting hogs the hardest I've ever hunted them, trying to get one. And finally, the last night, 
was coming up and, and you know it was like either we're gonna we're gonna send you home with some pork or, or that's it so i made my my little bait that i've always made you know when times get tough and it's kind of expensive but i ended up making a couple buckets of it so set it out I'm, and and i dumped a bunch of corn too a bunch of corn around it and it's basically a mix of like apples and and sour corn and a bunch of other stuff i had and, and uh i put him at, at one spot and i went to the other and i told him i was like hey you know if, if i end up seeing one i'll send you a text you know the wind's in our favor you can walk towards me if, if they show up at your place just go ahead and shoot so i'm sitting there it's right about dark and and this big boar comes walking out and i'm like god dang it you know he's not here with me so i sent him a text and hey start making your way towards me you know just be quiet You'll, you should be able to get a shot. Well, by the time it was like, as soon as I sent, you know, send on the text, I look up and the pig trots off. Oh, man. It's like, well, he'll come back. I got way too much food on the ground for that pig yeah. to, to not come back. He knows it's there. He's going to come back. So the guy comes. He joins me, sits in the blind, waiting. It gets dark, but I got one of the slow glow lights sitting there. This is before I had a night vision. So I got a slow glow light sitting there, and we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, it come, you know, you could see it goes from like 5% to like, I think, 60. Oh, it's real slow. It takes a couple minutes for it to get there. It comes on a little brighter, a little brighter. And that pig's back, man. Uh, I told him, I was like, that, that pig is not going to pass up a free meal. No. And, and sure enough, he came back. He ended up getting a shot off. Like, got, got the pig, made a great shot, killed my 308, and uh, was able to take some pork home back to Nebraska and said it was some of the best meat he ever ate. Nice. But uh, that was a textbook boar, too. He, he wasn't dirty it, you know we're on the river bottom so naturally they're usually covered in mud when yeah. i shoot him. he didn't have any mud on him no caked on dirt he was like had a shiny coat uh, those are and i i when i cleaned him i couldn't find a single flea i didn't find a, a any bit of lice or ticks it, it was unlike any hog i've ever shot and those are few and far in between that's for sure i feel like every one of them i kill i end up with fleas in my hair or something <laughs> when i went hunting with punisher hunting you know we did uh uh we killed that 41 that night yeah. and just cutting off years and taking pictures of them and loading them up on the Jeep. I mean, I was covered in fleas. Yep. I, I was so ate up for, for days. I, I was scratching, you know, and they were, they were bad enough to get up in my jeans, you know, and they start heading North, man. And I don't know what it is, but a flea, I mean, fleas on dogs. That's one thing, but a flea on a hog, it's just like, it's almost like they're even meaner or bigger just oh, yeah. because you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, I've never really looked into that theory, or I don't know if it's a different type of flea or anything, but I t those things are mean, man, and they hurt. You know, when I was a kid in our old house, we ended up getting uh, one year, I think like it, just about every house in that block, you know, getting fleas. There was a bunch of straight cats and stuff. In the yard. Yeah, yep. and they were getting the yard. Of course, you know, we'd come in the house, and mm -hmm. so my mom would set up the lamps with soapy water. Did you ever do that trick? Yep. And, uh, we caught a ton of fleas in our house. Finally, ended up, you know, getting rid of them. But this went on for a few nights. I don't ever remember getting, like, ate up with them. I just remember, like, seeing them. Yeah. Um, they never were, like, a bother to me or the, the rest of the family besides them being in the house. We knew we didn't want them there. Um, I've never had, like, a dog full of fleas have his fleas jump on me and just bite the living yeah. hell. I've never had that. Until I've never had it on deer either, but the, this these this group of pigs that we got on when we killed them, it was I, it was hell. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, they ate me up. We were sitting there taking pictures, talking. You know, at the end of the night, those guys from 
uh, Illinois were down, and it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like almost like mosquitoes. Everybody starts kind of yep. swatting themselves, and and uh, man, it got to the point where I dropped my drawers and started, <laughs> you know, yeah, man, breaking them off yep. my legs. Yep. But I don't want to do that anytime soon. That's for darn sure. But at the same time, you got to do what you, you're going to get dirty. Oh hunt. yeah, I Most mean, definitely. This isn't golf. No, sir. You, you know, the, hog hunting is a dirty sport. It, it's it's just the way it is. You're going to go out there. You're going to get sweaty. You know, even if you do it the cleanest way possible, sit in a nice blind and and wait at a feeder, once you shoot that thing, you're, you're going to have to get your hands you on it. You still got to grab the ear to cut yep. it off. <laughs> I mean, so, and there's ways to go about it. You know, really you're supposed to wear gloves when handling pork that you can transfer disease you know for all you you new hunters out there you know do your research um there are a lot of diseases that these these wild hogs can carry um that being said not every hog you kill is going to be some disease-ridden nasty animal uh but they do have the ability to carry some pretty nasty stuff especially if you're going to eat the hog which I, i i love wild pork meat it's some of the best meat out there but you need to prepare it correctly, and you need to cook it properly. Um, I think it needs to be what internal temperature of 160 degrees yeah. is done. Um, I always go a little over just to be oh, safe. Always, just yeah, a little. yeah, yeah, especially especially with wild pork. Um, yeah. I, I I don't cook my my deer meat near as much. No, I'll, I'll darn near eat deer meat rare. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, but that's instead of a totally I mean, different. Yeah, animal. it is different. That's for sure. But uh, no, your your wild pork meat you need to be careful with it. But done right, prepared right, cooked right is some of the best meat you ever eat. Oh yeah, especially if you let it sit and marinate for a while, oh, yeah. like a day or two, or even a little longer. If it's if it's a big gamey boar, sow usually won't take that long. I like to use a like especially with like a big gamey boar. I, I use a lot of rosemary. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, that alongside with pork was was really well. You can never go wrong kind of pairing those two up. But uh. Throw it on the pit, smoke it. You can fry it. It's, yeah, you it's can. amazing. You, you crock pot it, man. That's really a good, easy way. A big ham or something. Cube uh, up some ham, make a stew, man. That's that's good stuff right back there. Back in my single days when I was, you know, I cooked just about everything I killed. You know, my wife, she's not a very big fan of wild game, so I I could only cook that when she's, like, out yeah. with her friends or something like that. So that's, that's my night to cook my deer, my hog, all that stuff. Well, back, you know, before I was with her, I, I lived off of Mm-hmm. You know, I would take a a rack of of uh, wild pork ribs. You know, uh, and these are usually pretty big boars. I I wasn't very picky back in the day because I was broke. I had to eat you know <laughs> anything. So yes. I got to be I got to be a pretty good cook. Uh, a lot of that came from my my mom. You know, growing up in the house we did. My mom uh, doesn't matter what we killed. If we wanted to eat it, my mom would make it for us. Yeah, she was very good about that. She was she's amazing in the kitchen. So we just, I just kind of learned off of her, but I took my uh, my wild pork ribs and I would do them in the oven, just cook them nice and slow. Oh, nice! As soon as I would get home, and then I kind of just put some whatever barbecue sauce. I didn't have time to make stuff like that. Yeah. Like I said, I was broke, so I'd have some cheap barbecue sauce, something in the, in the, the fridge, and I just freaking cake that stuff on. You can't go wrong with no, that. No, you man. really can't. Uh, a little liquid smoke or something goes yep. a long way. So, I mean, I used to. Eat Damn good. <laughs> really good, man. It's kind of slowed up a little bit, but, uh, you know, back to that, that buck I killed this past year, he was, uh, he was an older buck and you could taste, taste his age. Oh yeah. You know, I, I've been killing a lot of, a lot of spikes and, 
and scrap bucks over the past few years and kind of got used to the young bucks. And now that I killed an older guy, man, I, and not really so much in, in like the back straps, but in the hams. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I started cutting some roast and stuff off of them, and, and yeah, you could taste it. I don't mind it as much. I just realized that, okay, I got to kind of, I got to work a little bit more mm-hmm. when prepping it. Maybe I got to marinate it for a little longer. And it's it kind of cool. You can almost tell, like, their muscles ain't as tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an old man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like, your muscular system just ain't what it used to be. It's, like, on the back end of its life, it's kind of loose. But, yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, for he, sure. He wasn't the best-tasting buck I've ever had. But, you know, it's still deer mean. How bad can it be? Yeah, know? no joke, man. Uh, it's it, – Cut them into sausage too, you yep. know. Grind them up. We've we've done that before. A lot of old bucks, but no, nah, it's wild pork. If if you haven't had it, you're missing out. You really need to get into it. I I think I honestly believe we could probably end a lot of the issues of hunger here in the United States if we made it more available. Most definitely, that's the thing. You got people that are fighting tooth and nail to keep you from being able to hand it out on the streets and feed homeless. People or, or feed, you know, anybody, yep. you know, you got a family down the road that's struggling, you know, maybe their dad got laid off or something like that. And they got two kids, three kids at home, you know, here's a whole hog. Yeah. Here's yeah. a whole hog, you know, have at it, exactly. you know, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff going into that. You know, of course the government's got to step in and anytime a government, you know, they like to step in and they don't really know what they're talking about. And, you know, like I said, if you prepare it right. Oh, yeah. You know, clean it correct. That's the thing. You know, yeah, we are in, in South Texas, and, like, this time of year is starting to heat up. So, basically, as soon as that pig hits the ground, you got to get it gutted. Yep. you got to get it on ice. Quick. So, uh, if you're willing to do that, you know, I'll, we always keep ice on hand, uh, or at least we did till my freezer went out. <laughs> uh, but if you do it correctly, there's a lot of meat out there that's that's honestly going to waste. Yeah, there really is. You know, I, I, I'm looking at, okay, well, Here's a here's a here's food for thought. Um, we got two hundred, three hundred and thirty nine hogs that have been submitted in October since October in Carnes County in our tournament. This is just Carnes County. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the rest of the math, but let's say for instance, on average, we'll go on the low side that you can harvest thirty pounds of meat off of each one of these pigs. So we'll go three hundred thirty nine times thirty. That's 10,170 pounds of meat. God dang. And I most likely, I'm going to guess that the majority of that went to the buzzards. Majority of it, yeah. Yeah, because it can't be given away. Yeah, that or coyotes or bobcats, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody else is, I mean, something else is eating it. That's 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 approximately 10,000 pounds of meat that could have been grinded up and given away. Yep. If there was an available source for it yeah you know i mean it used to be all the all the tournaments and whatnot they they used to actually do that until yeah. uh until the government until put regulations the government on. said uh it is not edible for human consumption i think yeah and, and i i got my theories on that and i'm not going to go into that today on the show because i i will we'll be here for another we'll be here till seven. yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah you'll, we'll be making coffee and sitting here all night but i, I can really get in a terror on that but like I said, I really think that there's, you know, you see these commercials on TV of, you know, for just 25 cents a month or whatever, you know, you could save a child's life. Well, for two hours of my time, I yeah, could have fed I, that kid Yeah, if, if you'd let yeah. me donate all this meat, you know, exactly. we, we could feed a whole village. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, 
I, I don't know. It it kind of really irks me that, you know, they say that it's in the best. They have the best interest for people, and they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they can to help. But yet, they won't allow us to do our part as hunters. I mean, there's yep. look at like like Trinity Oaks with with wild deer and stuff like that, and what they're able to do for uh, the hungry yep. and all the all the food that comes off these ranches. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that, you know. There's a, a lot of guys out there that they'll shoot it, take the horns, and they don't want the meat. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, not because, at all. Because they're able to say, I want to donate it. Exactly. You know, That's I, at least an option. Yeah, I, I'd, like to, I'd like my meat to go somewhere else. I got plenty of food at home. I want to give it to somebody who, who really needs a meal. Yes, sir. And more power to them. You know, I'm very, I'm, I'm very uh, selfish when it comes to my wild game. Yeah, when it's uh, – <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can see where you're coming from, but I just play it as, like – I mean, if I hadn't even ate the stuff from last year, you know what I mean, I, I, I'll i hand up – I'll hand out some. Depending – I just go oh, off yeah. of how my freezer's looking, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, everybody that's against all the hunting that goes on, you know, overseas in Africa. Yeah. You know, all that meat. Goes to the villages. And the Every tribes. bit of it. Every yeah. bit of it. There's not a single ounce of that meat that comes back to the United States. But you can't bring that over here anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't. Yeah. You can't. Uh, or you could just take the hide and the horns, right? Pretty sure. Back yeah. Over I, here. I honestly believe it has to be taxidermy there. Over there and, yes, and then, and then send over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. You can't transport any skulls or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, brain matter carries disease and everything else. You can't even do that from state to state with deer. Uh, like if I killed a mule deer in like New Mexico, I'm. Pretty sure it's got to be taxidermy there and then sent back here. Um, I've never killed a mule deer or anything out of state, so I don't know the whole process. But yeah, there's a lot of meat. Like I said, that's just that's just that number that ten thousand. That's just out of Carnes County, that, and that's just yeah. and that's on the small end. When was the last time you know you killed a pig that you only got thirty pounds of meat off? Of? I mean, I know I know you kill some small ones, but the majority of them. The majority, yeah, majority of, the pigs, of them over, yeah. over 30 pounds of meat. Oh, yeah. Sure. You're going to get probably closer to 50 or 60. Easy. And that's, I'm talking about you're taking the meat off the bone. Yeah. You're throwing the rest of the stuff in. You're just keeping the meat. So, I mean, it could be well over 10,000 pounds of meat that's going to waste. Yes, sir. A lot of hungry people out there. It's just food for thought, man. It's, it, it, there's a lot, lot to think about. We are running out of time, but I do want to talk a little bit about uh, next month's tournament. Um, we are adding a new first place prize. It's going to be the Death Grip Tripod for the uh, True Hog Hunters Tournament. So if you need a, a tripod going out hunting, Travis, I know you've talked I about it. I do need one, man. I'm going to have to pick it up, that's for sure. Hey, it's okay to have an off month. Yeah. It happens. You know, the, everybody, everybody has – this has been an off month for everybody, including myself. I've had several in a row. But you, you got, you know, Punisher Hunting who put up, what, 50 something, 50 something 50 last 55, month. something like that last month. JB Ranch had put up 63, 60-something. 60 yeah, 61, something, 63. He's at 22. You know, uh, Braden's, you know, Squill Team 6, he's still, well, he's pretty consistent. He's, yeah, he's at he's 20. Steady. I think he's been in for, what, three months? So he's got, yep. yeah. So 60 he's at hogs. 60 hogs for three months. He's got 20 this month. He's right on track. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I put money on that he takes it this month. Yeah, if he keeps it up with a couple of days left, I mean, he could easily go out and yeah. kill six hogs tonight. Yeah, just because he's the most consistent, yeah. you know. It, it, I know JB Ranches is, is really relying a lot on his uh, uh, trapping, 
you know, if for the next few days the traps don't hit, if Punisher Hunting doesn't go out, yep, you know, Squirrel Team Six is down by six. It's it's that's that's one it's a lot, one two nights. Yeah, exactly. Know? Depending on where you're hunting and the way he's hunting, it's really not a lot. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? really not. Yeah, he 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 can do it. He could pull it out. I got all faith in you, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm putting my money on you. You know, make me a believer. Um, before we leave as well, let's talk prizes. Uh, we announced them a couple weeks back, but like I said, we've been so busy making ammo. We haven't really been doing the podcast. Uh, we appreciate all y'all's patience with us. Uh, first place in the true hong hunters tournament is going to be the EAA MC 28. Was it five, a SA? I think it's five, a nine millimeter pistol, uh, with one box of ammo. Uh, nine millimeter ammo is very hard to come by. I actually put an order for nine millimeter ammo, like, Two months back, and I'm finally getting it. Just now? Just now. So, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – shoot, I should have went and killed more hogs. Could have gotten yeah, me a few no bucks. <laughs> but uh, right now, uh, Punisher Honey, you are sitting in first place. You have the, the, the chance to win yourself a new pistol. Uh, second place is going to be 100 rounds, a 55-grain full metal jacket, 5.56 ammunition. That's always handy. Yes, sir. And uh, the third place is going to be a unique AR's custom grip, which we gave three of those away a while back. Uh, very. The great thing about the the unique ARs custom grip is in seconds, you could like, it, it's great for like. It, imagine a man with big hands. So he's gonna be able to set his, his AR grip in a matter of seconds to fit his hand. We'll say he's shooting, and he's got a ten year old son he wants to target practice with. Well, he can in a, just a couple seconds time, a couple turns, ch- yeah, yeah, a couple turns of the wrist change that grip to fit his the much smaller hand of his son um and he can have a custom grip without having to buy a new one without having to replace the whole grip it, it they're pretty li- nifty man i've literally got one. takes 10 seconds exactly yeah you know loosen it and tighten it back up and it's all by hand there's no special tools yep uh you tighten it by hand it stays that way they're very handy tool to have on your gun i like it uh i think you got one don't yeah, you? yeah i got one yeah, you got on your your uh, six five. Yeah, on my six five. I like it. Yeah, I, I thought about putting one on my. I got that three hundred eight. Like to put one on. So, uh, yeah, you got a chance to win when you win third right now. That's Braden Squill yep. Team Six. You're sitting. You may get yourself an AR grip. Uh, Army Hog Hunters. We haven't really talked a lot about them. Uh, Punisher Hunting is also winning Army Hog Hunters, followed by JB Ranches, and then you are actually placed in third on uh, Army Hog Hunters with seven. So. You actually just got your prize in from last month. Yeah, I did. Uh, some scent blaster and uh, camo dust. And that scent blaster thing, man, I was I was looking at it. it. It's pretty nifty, man. It really is. Yeah, I won some a while back. Uh, I'm really curious to uh, try it out here in deer season. Uh, you know, you could take that, like, doe estrus, pour it on that tab, and it's got that little fan. Yeah. kind of works for you. I'm, I'm curious to see how it works. I, 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 I mean – it ain't gonna hurt nothing. That's what no, I'm sure. Really you know. won't. Uh, if anything, it'll mask my scent. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in, in covering your scent going out there. It, you know, a lot of guys. I was one of them. I was a little hesitant on it. My thing is, is I, I, I go in much more confident knowing I have that extra tool with me than not having. It. I, yeah, I'd much true. rather be prepared than not prepared. Because so. it always hurts to see them throw their head up in there and oh, just yeah. turn the other yeah. way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've had it on more than one occasion. Most of the time, uh, I, I've had some big pigs do it. Man. So, oh, yeah. You know, I know they didn't hear me. I know they can't see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll throw that head up, and it's like they look right at you. And then they put that nose up in the air, and it's, it's done. Game over. 
But uh, Army Hog Hunter's first prize is uh, the Chief's Custom Calls Turkey Call, which uh, I could use that. We've been we've been chasing turkeys here the past few weeks. Fine, I didn't get one. My uh, sister's boyfriend got one. Uh, that was a fun hunt to be on. I'll talk to y'all about uh, next episode. We'll talk a little turkey hunt, uh, and then. Second place is Wiley X Cryptic Sunglasses. And then, of course, third place, that Baitcorn Hogwild Berry Pack. Uh, I changed it up a little bit this month. So the the Baitcorn Company, I think they're based out of here here in Texas. Uh, they make that Hogwild Berry Pack, and it is some good stuff, especially you you as a trapper. Oh, uh, yeah. That stuff works good. I'm already out of the last stuff that I that I won. Yeah, I, I took it back from Dale one time. He, he won some. And yeah. Loved it. I, I just poured it around my feeder. Oh yeah. And uh, man, the the um, the amount of traffic I got there overnight. I mean, like tripled. It was insane. I was getting bucks I'd never seen before. Yeah, it works. That's for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, most of them were like, you know, I got a couple that are shooters. I didn't I didn't pull the trigger on them, but I got a couple new bucks coming in. Of course, the pigs came in, and I got a thousand raccoons. So, <laughs> uh, I do have a, a a very friendly customer gave me a. Uh, a coon trap a couple weeks ago. Oh, back. yeah. I sure did. Yep. Um, Stuff you some marshmallows yeah. down in there. Yeah, shout out to Dennis, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate yeah. that. That was uh, very kind of you. We, he came in here a while back. We talked a little about, you know, raccoons and hunting and stuff like that. And Yeah, the next time he came in, he gave me a brand new raccoon trap, little hand trap. So I'm going to try that out. And I've always wanted to get into tannin, tannin hides. And uh, I think I might hear the next year. I won't do it this year just because it's already getting warm and they're going to lose a good coat. But by next winter, maybe I'll, I'll try a couple using my trap. Very interested. Very, very, very cool gift to, to receive and, and try out. So, But I think that's going to do it. We went way over our time today. But, hey, we haven't been on the show in a while. we got to make yes, up sir. for lost time. Uh, guys, this is the easiest tournament to join. You Hands can, down. Yeah. I mean, th- you don't have to, to sign up, pay 300 Fifty dollars for team. This is a twenty dollar a month fee for you as a hunter. You join in this for for the true hog hunters tournament. Army hog hunters is even cheaper. They're at fifteen dollars a month. Get on with them, and then it's a numbers game. Most hogs killed wins, but we give out prizes. We give out sweepstake prizes for everybody. I mean, uh, if you are entered in the true hog hunters tournament, army hog hunters tournament, we throw your name in the hat. We roll it around. We pull a name out every now and then. You may get it. Even though you don't kill anything, you don't submit anything, you may win something. And those prizes are only going to grow the more and more the tournament grows. So, and we're going to give out more stuff. Uh, it's very simple. You go on uh, trueballistics.com uh, forward slash tournaments. Get signed up. Join. You could be in either one. You could be in both. Uh, we do... The podcast, Sonder Podcast, we like to announce everything. The leaderboard, try to keep you up to date. Uh, but you can go on at any time, sign on to your account, and check the leaderboard from your account through your cell phone. Uh, you, there is no picking up the hogs and taking them to a destination for weighing or anything like that. You take a picture where the hog lays, you, you cut the ear off, you take another picture, you submit both those pictures into the tournament, and we keep track of it. We know when and where that pig was killed. And we, it's with your name, and we just keep keep count. Yes, sir. you know, and and it's really, really, it's 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 we're we're in this for conservation, through eradication. We're do we're trying to give you as a as a hunter. We know you're going out there and hunting hogs. 
we want to give you a little incentive to go out there and hunt them a little harder. Might as well get something out of it. Exactly. You know, Travis, you've been hunting hogs now for years, and out of all the tournaments that you've joined, which one have you won most in? This one right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've been doing it for a couple uh, – I mean, I've been hunting tournaments for a handful of years now. But, yeah, you got to – you got to either really have some just great country or something to even – or some real good luck to come close in some of them other tournaments, man. That's for sure. Well, and there's no uh, there's no BS in this tournament. It, no. It's, just, it's a numbers game. Yep. I mean, uh, that's the thing. We're not going for longest cutters. We're not going for biggest boar hog or anything like that. You know, there's ways to, to cheat on that. There really is. Yeah, there is. Um, I've seen it. And, and when you sign up for this tournament, no, there, there's – very few rules to go by. You are just following the laws of your your local and state and, and uh, you know, federal. As long as you're not breaking the laws of hunting, you're good. Yes, sir. You know, here in the state of Texas, you don't even need a, a hunting license. We don't require it. You nope. sign up, and you can go out there. You can chase them with dogs. You can shoot them with a gun. Heck, you, you can run them over. <laughs> run them over with your truck. You yep. can trap them. I don't care how you do it. As cruel as that sounds, we are losing the war on hogs here. We are. And we have to do our part and get out there and kill more of these things. That's the only way we're going to solve this problem. There is no relocating. There is no nice way about it. We have to get out there and we have to kill more pigs. Yes, sir. So do your part. Join the tournament. Hell, you, you kill you kill enough of them, we'll have you on the show. Yep. You know, you get to – we could do all the phone call. You can come sit in – our little area over here and stare at our, our ugly mugs for a whole hour if you want. We could we could talk anything. You go talk fishing, hunting, you know, whatever you want to do. Let's hear your story. Get out there, kill some pigs. Guys, thanks for joining in. This is the Sounder Podcast. I'm Charlie Lobner. Travis, thanks for joining me today. Y'all have a good one. Be safe. Go kill some pigs. We're out of here.